Okay, so we're in still in Melachim Aleph chapter one, the long chapter. Uh, all of a sudden, the people in Adonia's feast they hear that there's a lot of excitement happening outside of their camp, which their camp again was by the spring outside of Yerushalayim, called En Rogel near Eben Azochelet, I think, and then the one uh, Shilomo's coronation was in the Gihon, which is in Yerushalayim proper. Okay. So he's saying, why is there the sound of uproar in the city? Says Yoav. Okay. All that Yoav is still speaking, but asking what is this uproar? And Yonatan, the son of Aviatar, who we know was the, also a messenger for David when he was fleeing from Avshalom. Okay, now he's helping Adonia because his father Aviatar sided with Adonia. So they're still speaking. And then Yonatan, son of Abiyatar Kohen, comes and he says, And Adonia said to him, Come, because you are a good man, and you're going to bring good news. Where did we say this? Where did we see this uh, thing? With the little boy, with um, David Amelach, whenever the, oh, they were coming very for the we saw, we saw a very similar story. When David Amelach, when... when um, it, was, it, was, uh, it was the same Yonatan? No. Oh uh, yeah, it was the same Yonatan. It was. It was. It, yeah, I think it was the same Yonatan. It was it either Achimats. The other one died already. No, but it could have been Achimats. Right? There were two messengers. Okay. Yeah. And and whenever Abshalom dies, the one of the messengers said, "I want to go tell David," yeah. thinking it's good news. And Ab, Ab, and then Yoav was like, "No, this isn't good news for David. Send someone else. You're a good kid." What? Yeah, so then he sent the Kushi, but then the other kid uh, went, I think it was, it was Yonatan or Achimans. He goes and he overtakes the Kushi, and then David says, ah, this is a good boy. He probably comes with good news. So now Adonia is saying the same thing. Can we okay. check? Yeah, he could. Come, Yonatan, tell me, you're a good man, so you're going to bring good news. Yonatan says, he answers and he says, uh, it's actually not good news. Our master, King David, has coronated Shilomo. And the king sends with him, and sorry, and David sent with Shilomo, Sadok Takoen, and Natan Navi, Ubnayao Ben Yoyada, as the general, Vakereti, Vapeliti, Vayarkivu, Oto Al Pirdata Melech, and they rode him on the mule of the king, Vayim Shechu, Tot Sadoka Koen, and Natan Navi. Both the Navi and the Koen, they anointed him with oil, the Melech, Big Gihon, as king in the Gihon spring area. Vayalum Isham Simehim, and they went from there all joyous. Vatehoma Kiria, and the whole city was, was, uh, but the home kolair is the famous Rabbin Chaim expression, and the whole city was overjoyed. Who akol Shimatim. and that is the sound that Achimats. you heard. It was Achimatz. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't enough. Okay, so Achimatz came and told David. Achimatz was the son of Tzadok, who was the more reliable Kohen, according to the Midrash. Already by this point, when Avshalom uh, rebelled, David began to demote Eviatar. Mm-hmm. So Achimatz, son of Tzadok, was the one who went. And told David that Avshalom uh, wanted to tell David that Avshalom was dead, uh, but he didn't. And that's when David said that same thing to him. So Adonia says now the same thing to Yonatan, uh, son of Tzadok. You're a good kid. You probably have good news. But the news is that David has coronated Shilomo, and that this whole party is over. 
Okay, so they uh, the whole city was excited, and that was the sound that you heard. Side point: Shlomo has now also sat on the throne of the king. Okay, and all the servants of the king, meaning the king's court, who are the powerful members of the court, who are super influential in the whole kingdom, uh, they came and they blessed uh, uh, our master David, our king David. Let Shalomo's name become more better than your name, and his his seat should become. Greater than your seat, and the king bowed down on the resting place. Okay, the or king on king David. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so meaning, what what is Yonatan uh, saying here? He's saying all of the members of the king's court have already been blessing the king, saying to him that God bless you, God bless your son, who you've anointed king. Meaning, it's very. The whole thing is a done deal. Yonatan is trying, to, is trying to convey how much of a done deal it is and how quickly it all became such a done deal. Between the general, Benayal, the Kreti Vapileti, like the personal guard of the king, which is one interpretation of what Kreti and Pileti are. Between Natana Navi and the Kohen anointing him with oil. They did it in the city with David there. They put him on the mule. David is already receiving, and, and Shlomo is already sitting on David's chair. And David is already receiving berachot from all of his, his uh, the people, his constituents, about how excited they are for Shlomo's reign. Okay? And the king, David, also said the following, Blessed be God, Elohei Israel, Blessed be Hashem, who today on this day has put my son as... The one who sits on my chair And my eyes got to see it Meaning even David himself Is acknowledging and thanking Hashem For allowing his son to become king in his stead And everybody at the feast of Adoniyahu They got very scared And they all went on their merry way Why? Because if they're seen with Adoniyahu They're considered rebels So it's a mutiny So they're all going to get killed Treasonous Okay, so they all slip away, and Adoniyahu is left holding the bag empty. Okay, pasuk nun, Adoniyahu yare mi pene Shlomo, and Adoniyahu was scared of Shlomo. Vayakom vayelech vayahazek bekarnot mizbeach, and he went and he grabbed on to the horns of or to the corners of the mizbeach. Okay, what does this mean? What does it mean to hold on to the corner of the mizbeach? Sounds very familiar. So there's a pasuk in. Um, in, in, in maybe Parshad Mishpatim It's coming up next week I think That if uh, someone murders someone else If someone murders someone else uh, Then even if they go And they hold on to the Mizbeach You have to take him Even if he's holding on to the, to the Mizbeach You could take him to kill him Meaning what's the point of the law Someone may think, if I commit a crime and I kill someone, then if I go to the Beit HaMikdash, because the Beit HaMikdash or the Mishkan area is a Kadosh place, they won't be able to take me, and then I get like divine protection. Then nobody's allowed to touch me. In fact, uh, so in fact, the Radak doesn't say this, but there yeah, are halachot. If you kill someone, you get protection? Hold on, let me see if they have it here. No, there, there are halachot that there are certain times. Oh, 
Oh, oh, oh. Okay, it's so claiming that it does give you protection, but not for killing. So, so that's what the pasuk is. No, inferring. not necessarily. The pasuk is saying it, it could be like this. I'll tell you what the classic perush is, and then I'll explain to you the deeper layer. Okay, the classic perush is that in those in the olden times, people would consider holy places a place where you could go for refuge. So let's say someone was uh, committed a crime. If he just goes to the church, or if he goes to wherever, and on those days there's no church, but if he goes to the holy temple, then he's provided harbor. He's provided safe harbor. He's allowed to go and, uh, what's it called? Uh, sanctuary. He's provided sanctuary. Okay? Yeah. So, the point of the Torah, the, the Torah is saying that if a person murders, then even if they try to go get sanctuary in my holy place, then I'm going to kill them. Or they just still deserve just for a premeditated murder. And it quotes, it says Exodus 20, chapter 21, verse 14, if a man shall act intentionally against his yeah, fellow, kill him with guilt from my altar, shall God. he take him to die? And then it says, it goes on to say that if it's a premeditated murder, you can take him off of the altar. Badai, badai. Now, in what case does it allow for even in Yahadut, for even in Yahadut, that a person is allowed to go to the, to the Mizbeach and, and get sanctuary there And it works halakhically So I was reading in the book by Alex Israel In the, the king's book that he writes on this He says that if you are If the king of Israel Like let's say David Shilomo or any of the other kings okay, Thinks that you've rebelled against him Not for any halakha isur Not for destroy, not for killing or murdering If it's the king against you on a personal level, and he thinks that you deserve death because you rebelled or you were not, you're not a uh, thing. Um, then, if you go to the Bet Hamikdash, it provides you sanctuary. And he says this is a halacha. I need to look it up again to find exactly where the halacha is. But why does that make? Why does that make sense? Because here we're not talking about someone who's done an isur against Hashem. We're talking about someone who's done something personally against the king. So, in the first case, when someone murders someone else. He tries to go to the Mizbeach and Borei Olam says, excuse me, I'm, I said that if a person kills, their blood should be shed and they have to be, the judgment has to be brought upon him. So what do you think going to my Mizbeach is going to help? But, says Alex Israel, if it's the king against an individual and the king thinks the individual has affronted his honor, then if the individual runs to the Mizbeach, which is the throne of Hashem, then that's like neutral territory Because he's the king of kings mm -hmm. So now you're standing before the king of kings And the king or the government official Is not allowed to approach that person As long as they have As long as they're holding on to the Mizbeach Specifically a melech Because a melech is allowed to do whatever he wants Essentially uh, Yeah and, and it's, it will like, make more sense That it's especially a king Because the king very often could say Oh you rebelled against me Off with your head Yeah so if a person goes to the Mizbeach, then they get sanctuary. Now, I don't see it in anything with Farshim here, but that's... Uh, here. Here, here, here. Rambam, Rotseach, Ushmirat Nefesh. Could you look this up, honestly? Rambam, Hilkot, Rotseach, Ushmirat Nefesh, Chapter 5, Halacha Yudbet. Okay, but anyways, that's kind of the Rambam, Rotseach, Ushmirat Nefesh. Chapter 5, Halakha Yud Bet. Okay. 
Now, Vayugadli Shlomo Lemor, Hine Adoniyahu Yareh, Tamelech Shlomo, Vine Achaz Bekarnot HaMizbeach Lemor, Yishavah Li Chayom HaMelech Shlomo, Yamit Etabdo Becharev. And then it was told to Shlomo that Adoniyahu got scared and he ran to the uh, Mizbeach and he held on to the Mizbeach and he said, Let Shlomo swear to me today that he's not going to kill me. Vayomer Shlomo Imi Yelevin Chayil. And Shlomo says, If he's a good man, if he's a loyal man, Lo Yipol Misarato Arza, one hair of his is not going to fall to the ground. But if I see that there's bad amongst Adoniyahu, in Adoniyahu, then he will die. Shlomo sends and they bring Adoniyahu away from the Mizbeach. He goes and he bows in submission to the king Shlomo. And Shlomo says to him, you shall go back to your house. I just want to read this last Rambam that the Ralbag actually quotes. Okay, so this is the Ralbag. He says, He says, Mizbeach can accept any fugitive. Unless the person who's approached has murdered someone with in cold blood. Meaning he's he seems to say that the Torah is saying that in general, any sin you could run to the Mizbeach and not get punished for. Except except for murder. That's what the Rabbug is saying. It's not what I remember, but here, let me see. Let's see in the Rambam. Uh, it should be Which in Sefer. Sefer. Talking about kings and admission into the sanctuary. Yeah, I own it. murder and the preservation of life. Uh, hey, you bet. Let me quickly find it. Five. Let's just read this halacha before we go. It'll be interesting. Hamizbeach kolit. The altar of the temple serves as a haven for killers. If a person kills by accident and the other people want to kill him for killing by accident, then the Mizbeach works just like an Ir Miklat, apparently. So it's Kolet. Oh, so therefore, if let's say a person, uh, if a person kills by accident, then where do they have to go? Cities of refuge. Cities of refuge. The Mizbeach is also considered a city of refuge. So it's something that people should people should know. Meaning, it's like people don't think about that typically. But but the, if you go to the Mizbeach in Yerushalayim, it's a, it's considered a but city of refuge. There's only one. Then. There's only one. It's only this one. Right? And besides for the cities of refuge, this would be the only other place that you could yeah, get sanctuary. There's six of them. Though. Okay. But he said, and he, so he said, if a person kills someone else who went to the Mizbeach for killing Bishkaga, then that person who killed the guy is liable and has to be put to death. All right. So it's very interesting halachot. But here. Uh, he because it's not he didn't commit murder. Adoniah mm-hmm. wasn't committed murder, so it's actually fair game that he goes to the mizbeach and David, and Shlomo hears him out, and that and he hears him out and he says, okay, he won't be killed. He lets him go so long as Adoniah acts properly. And as we'll see, Adon, Adoniah is going to make one very very large mistake that Shlomo is going to get under Shlomo's skin. But Bezer we'll see that thing in chapter three. Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.